Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, March 24th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adelaide Jr. And joining me is Imran, the Don Khan. Howdy. How's it going, Imran? Uh, it's going well. I forgot we were hosting today until like 30 minutes ago. Oh, so you're, so you're well prepared. You're we genuinely thought this was a Sunday. You're going <laughs> to, I mean, that happens. Now, honestly, dude, I woke up this morning and I was like, man, I don't, I couldn't even tell you what day it is right now. <laughs> Guys, yeah, pretty much. But, this is the what first up, Kevin? time. Now, granted, we haven't been using lower thirds for that long, but this is the first time I'm getting the people. You guys are flipped. We're switched around. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just noticed around. that. That's weird. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> now, could it be? What it's do you think it could be, Kevin? Do you think it could be our names? It's because you connected. Uh, after oh, Imran I connected did, after, yeah. Yeah. and I'm usually the first one to connect. Yeah, you're. You, yeah, it's worked out now. So now the name do we want is. do we want to start over and just redo it or do we want to keep on going does it matter i i don't care i mean i'll do anything you know what i mean dude if you don't care i don't care man we'll roll with this and hey, you hey, can just host the rest of the show think? go for it uh i'm good i i i'm okay being on the left but even though look, lower third is all wrong look at that i've been on the left for a while if i'm gonna I mean, sense everyone's gonna be like oh that's not a blessing i can't tell you how many screenshots i'm gonna get at least i four. feel like you could follow either of us; and it would still be fine. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Imran, can I ask you a question? What are you? Uh, what are you wearing? Like under the like not under the shirt, but like like down here where the people can't see, can't see <laughs> because like we oh, we are wearing pants. Wise, it's twenty twenty. I don't think we can ask that sort of stuff. <laughs> no, like like are you wearing what's up with your now? Are you what's up with your bottoms? <laughs> My bottoms are great. Blessing. I'm wearing uh, just jeans. Jeans. Okay. Yeah. I'm wearing sweatpants and I'm th- I'm thinking it might be a mistake. I've been wearing sweatpants for the last week, ever since we've started this work from home situation. And I feel like it's given me a different vibe. I don't know if it's a thing where the sweatpants are making me feel more casual. And so I don't feel like I have to perform like I'm in front of like a professional uh, setup in front of an audience. Um, but uh, I don't I Here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck between sticking with the sweatpants or not sticking with sweatpants. I, I want to switch. I'm stuck between going full jeans and dressing up like I would dress up at a day for kind of funny, or going going pantsless. And when I say pantsless, I know over the seas pants mean something different. Trousersless, Bottom like not not wearing. Am I right? Yeah, Woo! yeah, because they can't see, <laughs> and then at that point, it's more risky. Stuff. It's more fun for me. You know what I mean, Kevin? Uh huh. I get it, my dude. I'm fully nude right now. Whoop! <laughs> dude, I might put this to a poll. I might put this on my Twitter, uh, twittercom junior and make make it a poll. Should I put? Should I wear jeans tomorrow? Actually, I'm not on tomorrow. Should I wear jeans the next time I'm on a show, or should I go pantsless? Go you decide. Those. You decide. Today's <laughs> stories include Minecraft int- introducing educational tools, Sony throttling your download speeds, and more. Because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on Twitch.tv/slash. Kind of funny games. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames or listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily. To be a part of the show, head to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free along with the exclusive daily post show. Now it's time for some housekeeping. Remember, our Half-Life Alex review episode of Gamescast is live right now, featuring Greg and Daniel O'Dwyer. We talked a lot about that yesterday. If you missed it somehow, go check it out. I listened to it. It's a fantastic episode. Uh, It actually really makes me want to play Half-Life Alex, and I got to figure that out because I don't have a PC strong enough to run VR. But that's something that maybe once, once this whole thing blows over, I'll get back to the kind of funny office, pour myself a cup of tea, turn on the the um uh index the valve index and have a good old time imran how how have you reacted to the uh, to the half-life alex reviews they were shockingly good like er yeah everything i saw was like okay yeah this this seems like vr so it's cool that they're doing it but it also seems like it's just an amazing game underneath all the whether a revolutionizing vr or not they're making a great game as well so it yeah. seems like they they nailed exactly what they're going for. It it's not the big revolution in VR that I was hoping it is, but honestly, at this point, like it's doing enough that I'm interested to play it. And I might I might have to I need to order some batteries for my quest controllers and try that out tonight. Ooh, that sounds that sounds hype. I'm into it. Uh also we have a we have a new episode of We Have Cool Friends with Funhouse's own 
Alana Pierce. It's on YouTube.com slash kind of funny and podcasters is everywhere on that. We have cool friends feed. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Mohammed Mohammed, Drew Gardner, Blackjack, and the kind of funny Destiny 2 PC clan. Today we're brought to you by Quip and ExpressVPN, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have five stories today. Imran, Starting is that, off, Imran, is everything or, okay? Yeah, I'm good. I, I noticed that, like, on your sofa, you've got like just multiple video game consoles. Are you in the middle of a move or? <laughs> no, that's just. <laughs> oh, that's I, I see. So okay. Got it. All right. All right. I'm sorry. Is I'll, everything I'll okay? <laughs> it's. I mean, like, I, I have I the love that. So theoretically, I have a wicker basket where I keep all the controllers. But at some point, I got too lazy to like reach in and grab a controller when I'm switching between systems. So it's like, yeah, it's just all out there now. It's just on the couch. But on the I couch, get it. you also, it looks like you have, is that an original Xbox? <laughs> no, it's, I have a, an arcade stick, a PS4 controller, oh, an, an Xbox controller. Oh, an arcade stick. Okay. Yeah. Is that like a fight I thought, stick? I thought it was an Xbox 360, it looked like. A laptop, two books. <laughs> like, it's, it's just, you know. Okay, all right. I get it. No, like, that's like legit, like, I'm, I'm over there, I have my chair and my TV, and all my controllers are just on the floor, just so I can switch on the fly, because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and so I, I, I get that set up. Order you guys baskets? I, I got the kind of funny uh, account on my Amazon. So no, because it's not. Like, I have, like, organized. I have baskets. Wire the thing is that I, I have baskets. It's just the laziness of yes. getting up and then, like, switching the thing around when I, I like, know for a fact, like, I'm going to switch back and forth to these consoles yeah. all the time. If I want to play Animal Crossing, I have to take a controller out, and when I'm done, I put it back in. Like, why would I? Over wire, manage wires. You know, manage some of these wires for you. It'd be easy. Okay, here's the thing, Kevin. I gave up on managing wires like five or six years ago. Oh no, it makes me so sad, Imran. It's just like I gotta go back there so often to do stuff. It's like I get it. I get it. You've seen the studio. Yeah, (laughs) I just move too much. That's my thing. Is that like over the last. Five, no, I'm gonna say six years. I probably moved like eight times, and it's gotten to the point where I'd get to a new place, and I'm just like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Everything's gonna be messy because I know for a fact. Like that's why I have ba- boxes back there uh, that I, I took down for the video, but because I'm like, I'm not gonna be here for the longest time. I know for a fact I'm probably gonna go somewhere soon. Uh, but I digress. Story number one: Minecraft is now offering free educational tools for kids. This comes from Steve Watts at GameSpot. Xbox head Phil Spencer has outlined ways that Microsoft hopes to help people through their social distancing during the coronavirus outbreak, starting with special educational content to be distributed through Minecraft. In a blog post, Spencer cited, quote, unprecedented demand for gaming, end quote. Part of that includes more kids going online to spend time with friends since they aren't in schools. Spencer says that families are trying to strike a balance between socializing and fun and continuing education through distance learning. To that end, Microsoft or Minecraft has opened a new education category to the Minecraft marketplace, which houses free educational content curated by Microsoft. The first pieces of curated content include a model of the International Space Station, a coding lesson, rec- uh, recreations of Washington, D.C. landmarks, lessons on 3D fractals and marine biology. What are kids learning these days? And more. Uh, these three tools will be available through June 30th, 2020. We had previously heard that Poland was encouraging kids to use Minecraft to continue to so- socializing while maintaining social distancing. In the blog post, Spencer also reviews some uh, some family-friendly tools in Xbox consoles that uh, like family settings for lim- limiting free time and content filters, and a co-pilot feature to let two controllers function as one. Quote, we understand the important role gaming is playing right now to connect people and provide joy in these isolating and stressful times, and our teams are working diligently to ensure we can be there for players, Spencer concluded. To that end, we are actively monitoring monitoring performance and usage trends to ensure we're optimizing the service for uh, for our customers worldwide and accommodating for new growth and demand, end quote. Imran, how does this sound to you? Are, are, does, uh, does Minecraft being, uh, or does Minecraft offering educational tools for kids sound like <laughs> the, a good direction? I mean, That's a ridiculous it's, it's, question because, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously this is a, this should have been a thing they didn't wait until quarantine to do. And like, obvi- I'm not criticizing them for that. Like, it's good mm-hmm. that they did this. But yeah, this is a thing that when schools eventually get back in session, they need they should also do that there. There should be more educational there should be more crossover appeal between video games and education. This doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that we go back to the days of edutainment, 
of like Mario is missing in Mario's time machine and that sort of thing. I th- I think that this is the way we do it. This is like a mind like using a thing kids already do and finding a way to help them learn through it. Yeah, I'm shocked this hasn't been a thing already. Like, this strikes me as something that Minecraft should have had a while ago, given how, one, how popular it is, how pop how popular it's been for the last 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. And then, two, like, how like how malleable it is as a tool. Like, it, it, it's a fun game for kids. It's a fun game for, for everybody, right? Not even just for kids. Uh, but also, like, you can do a crazy amount of things in Minecraft. Like, I'm always impressed when I, when I see a YouTube video or see a screenshot of something that somebody has created in Minecraft. And it's like, oh, they created, like, a huge city. Or they recreated um, a town. Or, like, a, they recreate, or they created their own structure. Or they did, like, some cool, like, fascinating thing. Like, Minecraft is, is as much of a tool as it is a game um and so the idea that this is this is uh, just a thing that's happening now is surprising to me but it's awesome like it's it's really cool and the fact that they're offering it for free for now uh i think is is really cool i doubt this was just in the works the last couple of weeks i'm guessing they've had this not ready to sit on for a while but like in the works for a bit but yeah it's Mm -hmm. good now there's a good time to actually do this and release it to the public the nanobiologist writes in to patreon.com slash games just like you can and says, Hi, Bless and Imran. Microsoft and Minecraft decided to help with education by releasing a free curated marketplace to assist with home learning. While I think this is a stellar move, it got me thinking what other games could get those huge brownie points right now by doing the same. Is Dreams up to a point where Sony slash PlayStation could release a curated list of dreams that cover historical moments for history, visualize science experiments, or act out books for children? What about on the PC with Gary's mod? Or is that too complex? Or is Minecraft being as big and accessible as it is the perfect way to get to help uh, give kids these visual visualizations like exploring the ISS? Thanks, the nanobiologist. Uh, I mean, Assassin's Creed had that discovery mode, which is really cool. Yeah. I think like, even though it was used in schools, there was a lot of things of Ubisoft saying, hey, don't actually use this as a pure education tool because not everything is completely accurate in terms of like the placement and geography and things like that. Yeah. But that kind of thing, I think works for that. I think if you, you could probably, if Epic wanted to, they could start a similar thing for Fortnite. That thing already holds concerts and movie trailers and whatever. Like why not have a thing where people can gather for essentially a lecture? Yeah. Like to, to that Assassin's Creed point, I remember like Assassin's Creed, of course, like the cities that are created in that game aren't one for one. I love that Kevin is now editing it so that we're on the right side. Did it bother you that much, Kevin? Also, uh, now there's two they, of me, which I love. Yeah. It, so you're really ruining the illusion for everyone. Oh, they can't they can't see it in, in action. Two. I'm seeing that's double. funny. Four blessings. That's funny. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I don't have that... a problem. I don't have any sort of OCD. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> no, you definitely got something. Kevin, that's what makes you a great producer. Thank you. It is. It is a perfectionist. Ah, look at that. Nobody knows. <laughs> Had you not said anything, you know what I mean? But you did. People I mean, would have been like, yo. When we, <laughs> like, like, twitched, I guess. Well, yeah. Yeah, somebody would have looked away, looked back. Like, oh, man, he fixed it. Oh, man, I'm so good at my job. You know what I mean, guys? <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you mean. But yeah, to the Assassin's Creed point, like... Uh, there's there's enough there that is i mean not maybe historically accurate but that is uh actually i will say that is like kind of historically accurate to like some um structures that they have in place like i remember playing assassin's creed one and at the same time i was playing assassin's creed one i was also uh taking an art history class because it was my first year in college um and i still majored in graphic design which i only did for like a semester (laughs) but i remember like in that art history class uh it's been so long now so I, I can't get like the exact details straight but there are certain structures like old um like old um I don't, not italian because it'll they, they weren't in italy in the first assassin's creed i forget exactly i think it was like were, jerusalem yeah yeah um there are old structures that we learned about in my art history class that were present in assassin's creed in a way that made me go like oh snap like they're really going above and beyond to making uh this world feel real and feeling uh historically accurate in a way that's actually complementing my education so when they added in the actual educational stuff for assassin's creed i want to say it started with origins and then it also came to odyssey um that was the thing that made made natural sense 
I don't remember if they ever actually did it for Odyssey, but yeah, like that kind of thing. And like there was a thing with the Notre Dame Fire not too long ago where they gave away you, yeah, because it's like, yeah. hey, this game not that great, but we have a actual scale model of Unity or the Notre Dame in here, so you know, come look around, come poke around it. That's like that's the kind of thing I'm digging. Uh, like I, I don't know, like I don't think you could do this to say the wild or most other ge- like PUBG even mm-hmm. but like kids are playing fortnite or playing minecraft might as well offer them an option to do something other yeah. than just play the game right now and like i like for like breath of the wild is as an example it might not be worth it to do it for breath of the wild because like what it, what is the, cl- the 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 crossover there between trying to get breath of the wild into the classroom like is is that really worth it but there's still i think there's something to be said there as far as like physics and the way in which electricity might interact with rain and things you can do with that. But um, yeah, to nanobiologist's question uh, and example of dreams, like I dreams is still kind of a new product and Mm -hmm. there's still kind of in the development stages. And so I don't know if it's at a place right now where they can enact that immediately and, and really make that a thing. Maybe if this is going on like a year or so from now, then maybe dreams would be in a place where they could actually like convert, convert, um, existing dreams into educational tools, or maybe even like make original content for dreams that is then uh, focused on educational tools. Or like a thing I think dreams probably can do right now. I don't know if it would be worth doing, but a th- an idea that that could be there. Uh, dreams has um, community jams where yeah. players create things based on a theme, and so a, a, a theme would be something like science or science fiction, and then creators would make science fiction-y dreams and try and 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 be like the number one dream in that community jam or try and like rise up the ranks that could be a jam it could be like an educational dream jam you know I, I, they could do something like that um in order to kind of promote that kind of content and and and, and make that a thing for kids right now that are that are stuck at home um, I mean, dreams is like the tutorials are compelling it's a it would be a good project yeah. whether or not you intend to learn a specific thing from dreams it keeps you engaged and it keeps you your mind working which is a thing like it's very easy i could any so anyone who's studied summer break will tell you that giving giving kids enough time to just do nothing means that they're going to forget everything they know so like just having them work on a thing like hey make a game like just learn the tutorials yeah. and like learn it in a way that you you have complete creative freedom that might be very interesting and very useful for kids in this time where we don't actually know if they'll be back by the next school year or not yeah uh and that, games with create creation aspects in general i think could be good like they don't even need a specific educational mode to be of value i think yeah. like mario um, maker could do it yeah mario maker could be a could be a great one i know a lot of kids love playing roblox roblox could could be a great one i don't know much about roblox but i'm sure that i'm sure that can translate somewhere somehow uh games like that and so I, I, I think we'll probably see more stuff like this. I want to give a shout out to Xbox and Phil Spencer because I went and read their blog on the Microsoft website, and like they're very, they're very open and, and personal over there as far as like how they they talk about their games, um, and like the the way that Phil Spencer kind of started off the blog was kind of by kind of by saying like, oh yeah, like during the social distancing distancing time, like things can get. Uh, kind of rough especially in the education space for kids and all this stuff and they're 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 really open about it and really kind of uh cool about the ways in which they're they're trying to open minecraft up and so kudos to them over there number two sony is throttling back game downloads in europe this comes from red and sinclair over at gamesindustry.biz With the pandemic keeping people indoors and increasingly opting for digital entertainment options, Sony is pumping the brakes on PlayStation download speeds to help internet service providers cope with the surge in demand. Sony Interactive Entertainment President and CEO Jim Ryan today announced in a blog post that the company is working with ISPs in Europe to, quote, maintain or manage download traffic to help preserve access for the entire internet community. They, uh, They say, quote, we believe it is important to do our part to address internet stability concerns as an unprecedented number of people are practicing social distancing and are becoming more reliant on internet access, Ryan said. Players may experience somewhat slower or delayed game downloads, but will still enjoy robust gameplay. We appreciate the support understand, and understanding from our community, and they're doing their part as we take these measures in an effort to preserve access for everyone, end quote. 
Imran, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on all this? So I got an email from my ISP, who is a fantastic ISP, and I love them a lot. But they said, uh, like, their email was very candid, saying, yeah, there's, you're going to experience slowdown and probably outages, which you've never really had, we've never had to deal with. So this is just a new situation for all of us. I kind of see Sony's status in the same way of like, yeah, we have to do this. Like, we could crash the network and it would be worse. But right now we're just going to throttle a little bit and hope people are doing what they can. We're we're also in a situation where like, there's going to be a 100 gig game coming out very soon on PS4. They need to start figuring out how they're going to handle that, especially with physical copies being harder to get these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. And like Sony's not really the first people to do this. Like I I think I read this morning that Netflix is also doing <clears throat> doing this in terms of their streaming yeah, quality. They're SD only in Europe right now, I think. Yeah. Uh and then I think YouTube might also be doing this. I can't remember if that's something I made up in my head or if that's something that's happening. But at least like I think YouTube what they're doing is they're defaulting people to to standard quality and then you have to like click to do to go for high quality if that's what you want to do mm-hmm. um but it's a thing that's necessary uh and like i like i it, it's hard to really get upset at it when when uh it seems like there's no there's not really a, a way around this when everybody's online and everybody's kind of stuck at home um and so like whatever you can do to really like allow everybody to have access to the internet i get it i yeah. am mad at it like i said like Final Fantasy VII comes out relatively soon, and that game is big. Like, do you think that game? B- do you think it's going to be like a hundred gigs? Final the back of the box. I think in a preview copy said a hundred gigs. Oh, oh god! Oh no! Um, Imran, well, who's your internet we'll service provider? Sonic. Oh shit! See, I thought that's. I also have Sonic, mm-hmm. and I'm just concerned because like I don't check my emails, my personal ones ever. <laughs> so I, damn, no, that's scary. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's better. Like, I I trust Sonic with this situation more than I trust Comcast. A thousand percent. Yeah, I trust Sonic in all situations. <laughs> you trust Sonic the Hedgehog, though. I Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I I don't have Sonic as an internet service <laughs> provider. But like, yo, Sonic the Hedgehog wants to provide fast internet for me. I've always Bring wondered it. why they did like I because the CEO enters the email, so there's been a part of me that's like, I wonder why they haven't done the cross promotion. I want to ask him. Yeah, because like, gotta go fast would be a great, great slogan for Sonic yeah. Internet. And somehow it's like Sonic, the restaurant chain, and Sonic the character have never done it. Or they did for the movie, but it wasn't Chili Dogs. It was like, or that might have been Jack in the Box. Okay, now I don't know what I'm talking about. No, because Sonic, Sonic the restaurant, like the fast food uh, drive-in restaurant, definitely has chili dogs. Can we all yes. agree that we should get chili dogs? Because I really want a chili dog right now. Yes. Dude, I want to go to Sonic. <laughs> it's been a, it's been such a long time since I've been to Sonic, the not restaurant, any, not the movie. Anytime you want to go eat some horrible fast food place that is far away. Oh, don't call Sonic yes. horrible. Wait, no, no. May I finish? Sure. <laughs> you let me know, and I'm going to take you there. Don't worry, buddy. We'll all get right. there. You know what I mean? Anywhere you want to go that has fast food, I'm all in, buddy. All in. Dude, have you – Kevin, have you, ha- have you had Sonic? Uh, when I – I spent a summer in Albuquerque, and uh, there was Sonic all over the place. So yeah. the what? The Route 64 or whatever, watermelon something. Whoo! It's all about that. Oh, they have dude. amazing drinks. I can't yes. remember any food item they have, hey, like man, any I, like edible food item they have at all. The brand of breakfast sandwiches that are fire. Here's the thing, guys. I know there's this whole social distance thing, but I'll go and pick you guys up right now. Screw this show. Let's go get some Sonic. You know what I mean? No. Here's the thing, and we can do it while social social distancing because Sonic is a drive-in place. You go in your car. I, I have a car. Kevin, you have a car. I don't know if Imran has a car. I do not. I would have to like okay. sit six feet away from somebody Imran, in the driver's seat. I have a pickup truck. You jump in the bad boy of that, <laughs> that's about six feet away from me. We're good to go. Yeah, you know and I we mean? can all just stay in our own cars, just eat together, just be, in our, just be in our individual cars, and we can be on a Discord call. I just fucking love that Like every piece of dystopic, apocalyptic media has been like, oh no, this is a terrible thing that we're all having to like struggle for. And then we're all like, no, let's just hop in the truck bed and go to Sonic. Dude, I'd be totally down for a Sonic trip. I know this is like, like I I know this is a tangent, Wait, but like quick, Sonic. Quick. I uh, I checked my emails. I also received the Sonic email. This is scary oh, times, no. guys. Sonic the Internet <laughs> Service Provider, not Sonic the Restaurant, or Sonic the Hedgehog, or Sonic the Hedgehog. There's Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic. personally emails me. Tells Sonic me. the, <laughs> Sonic an the update on COVID from Sonic the Hedgehog. 
sorry guys in this day we 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 all want to go fast but Ex- dude expect that from the sonic twitter i guarantee you they're they're gearing up for it i'm surprised no, I, you haven't seen it already i would say social media managers are smarter than that these days but the sonic twitter just seems to tweet whatever they want but um uh sonic the restaurant one their tater tots are excellent two they have a slushie and in the slushie can't call them a restaurant can we let's be honest they serve food what else are you gonna call them i don't know man the drive-in fast food place food dispensary (laughs) yeah food dispensary the food is genuinely good enough like it's it's, 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 okay so let's say tomorrow that Newsom announced that at midnight tonight they're going to have a br- all purge fast as oh no not well maybe but all fast food restaurants are going to close. You have one night to pick out like the last fast food meal you're going to get. Who do you go to? Maybe Sonic. I honestly, I don't <laughs> like this game. I just want to say I I have a lot of problems. Here's the thing: Am I limited on how much I can get? No. Because Mickey D's, we know for a fact, last forever. They've done tests. We All know right. How many of you buy. Mickey D's barely lasts two hours. No, yeah, dude, I'm with Leslie on this. Forever. I, I bought a bunch of Mickey D's for the other day, like before this. Did like, you get chicken nuggets? Lock- uh, no, I got chicken sandwiches and McDouble. Oh. See, because I've had a McDouble in my pocket for easily eight hours. and I. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't eat McDonald's fries yeah. in the first 15 minutes... And that's even a stretch. If you don't eat McDonald's fries immediately, they're just worthless after I'm a while. I'm just talking about the, the McDouble. The problem is like microwaving them because if you microwave any of that stuff, oh no, anything that was at one point because you want it warm. Yeah, at least like again, if you keep it in your pocket, it's next to your body. It's gonna keep it naturally. <laughs> Jesus warm. Christ! So I'm what just we need, to find my I'm gonna mute myself again. What we need are McDonald's like heat lamps in all of our homes to just put the food in there and like leave it until we need it. Yeah, I guess that'll like that'll extend it, but like, but like by how long though? Because I uh, Kevin's over here saying that they last forever. I don't believe it. Like I, I will not eat McDouble All after like an hour. I'm gonna definitely <laughs> go and order a hundred McDoubles. I think probably... McDoubles are fine. Anything that was at one point green will not survive. Oh yeah, no, that's dumb. That's well, pickles. Yeah, even pickles. I'm, no, I'm pickles including... will last forever. Come on, they're pickles. No, I'm, pickles I'm, the lettuce I'm gonna tell you right chickens. now. Half half the listeners and audience are gonna be like, "Man, this is a great conversation. I love the tangents." The other half can be like, "Why the fuck are they not at story number three yet?" <laughs> number three. Also, actually, before I get to Sonic number three, Hedgehog, which is important. This is. A, I mean, that's true. Sonic the Hedgehog is video game related. Also, this is important. In the Sonic slushies, Sonic the restaurant. Uh, in the slushies, you can get it so that there are um like nerds in them, like at the bottom of them. What? That's Sonic, all I wanted to say. Whenever you what? say Sonic the Restaurant, it makes me think of like someone's weird OC character. <laughs> Sonic the Restaurant. Sonic the Restaurant. I swear to God, Kevin, this is a thing. <laughs> I'm all it's in. Great. I'm going to tell Paula I, about it. She's going to be excited too. I know Zaxby's had like, uh, what was it? It was like a crunch bar or something broken up into a milkshake. Oh, man. Like, That's weirdly good. Like, you oh, wouldn't think like man. Rice milkshake would work out, but it does. Oh shoot, man! Why is this quarantine happening? <laughs> I want it. I bet by the end of this week we're going to be on that Sonic trip. Why? Well, we might be, man. Like, we it's might not even going to be ironic content. at that point. It's going to be like, yeah, yeah we're doing it. This is just Imran in the in Kevin's trunk, me and me and Kevin <laughs> driving next to each other, like the ending of Fast Seven. It's going to be great. <laughs> Number three, Konami claims recent Silent Hill rumors are, are false. This comes from CJ Melendez at Rely on Horror. According to a North American PR representative for Konami, recent Silent Hill rumors, quote, are not true. We're at, uh, and this, this is coming from Konami US. We're aware, quote, we're aware of all the rumors and reports, but can't confirm that they are not true. I know it's not the answer your fans may want to hear, said the Konami US PR rep. We asked the Konami US PR rep for some clarification on the company's claim that the rumors were false, asking if both the reported Silent Hill reboot by SIE Japan Studio with Toyama, Ito, and Yamaoka on board, as well as the separate Silent Hills revival that Sony is allegedly pitching to Kojima Productions are both not true. No response was received after a week of follow-ups. The initial response about the rumors was re- uh, was received within an hour of our first email. In the Konami rep's original email, he also stated, quote, It's not to say we are completely closing the door on the franchise, just not in the way it is being reported. Quote. So, while Konami US is denying that the rumors are true, they're once again acknowledging that the series is still alive in some way. Imran, do you buy it? So, to as a like 
preface to all of this, I have no inside information on Silent Hill, so everything I'm going to say is speculation. Mm-hmm. No, I don't entirely buy it. Because okay. they, one, Konami reps lie. Like, that, it's just a thing that happens. They've done it before, they'll do it again, they'll do it forever. But the about a year and a half ago, there was a guy who, like, I think he was maybe 22, 23. He was remaking PT on PC, and it was, like, a really, like, amazing project. He was doing it almost perfectly. Mm-hmm. But at one point, Konami uh, asked him to stop and then offered him a job. And from what, oh. he re- what he reported at the time was that the guy who offered him a job said, we're actually going to get back into video games real soon. We're going to become a major force in development again. That's what we're aiming for. We want you to come help us. He ended up turning the job down, but he ended up, he reported this. I don't remember if I directly talked to him or not. I might have. But he, he ended up telling this to news outlets and nothing really came of it. But it did make, whenever this rumor came about of Konami reviving Silent Hill, it made me think of that. Of them saying mm. that, of them telling that kid that they, they are planning to get back into video games real soon. I don't know that I buy the Sony part of it. I wouldn't be shocked. But I, mm-hmm. I don't think Sony would bother. One, they would just never outright buy the IP. They would license it. And if they, yeah. I don't think they would even license it because they have their own horror IPs and they have their own new IPs. It seems silly to give give that money to someone else that could be theirs. It's not like Silent Hill as a name has that much cachet. But yeah, yeah, I I like I don't necessarily not buy it. Is what I'm saying. We're definitely at a place where there with these Silent Hill, Konami, Sony rumors. There's like there's multiple multiple rumors swirling. Right there's the it, I'm gonna call it extreme. There's the extreme rumor that Sony is gonna buy up all of Konami's IPs. Which that I straight up just don't buy. Yeah. yeah, that just seems like a step too far that doesn't seem realistic for konami that doesn't seem worth it for well let me not say it's not worth it because sony buying Metal Gear solid would be probably hella worth it for them but it just doesn't seem like a thing that's gonna actually happen um the the a couple steps down are the rumors that sony is partnering with konami to publish uh silent hills and silent hill um on playstation which I can buy, but at at this point in time, I'm still even with this yeah. statement from Konami US. I'm still like in the air. Like I could see I, it, but I don't think it's realistic. I I, I could see it. I I think Silent Hills and bringing in Kojima Productions is the part where I'm like, does Kojima really want to work on Silent Hills? Um, yeah. like is that a thing so he wants to go back and do at this point? And like he could make a new game and call it whatever he wants. I don't think he's so attached to the name Silent Hill. Like he wasn't ever on that project until like the one game that got canceled it's not like he has a strong you know association with silent hill and uh, and i feel like he already got that energy out with death stranding like norman reedus is in death stranding guillermo del toro is in death Death stranding death stranding has horror elements i feel like so much of what was going into silent hills was then transferred into death stranding like death stranding is a different game but all in all like what what would a silent hills from kojima be now because I don't, I can't imagine he's gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna underestimate Kojima, but I wouldn't imagine he'd he'd cast Norman Reedus as the main character again. I wouldn't imagine that he could get Guillermo del Toro back in a creative sense. You know, maybe he gets him as a cameo or something. But I don't think that Guillermo del Toro would be interested in in helping direct a video game um, at this point in time. And then, like, you know, like, what the, is that something that Kojima wants to do today? I, I, I don't I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as like Silent Hill, like a reboot of Silent Hill with the people that originally originally worked on it, that's probably the part of it that has me like I could see it. Also, very like like very much a, a a rumory kind of thing. Like that sounds like something that somebody could just easily make up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sounds like something that that kind of pokes at like our our thirst as gamers. But like it's something that I'm not like it's, it's not crazy. It's not something that, that that that's unheard of. I can understand why Sony might have that that interest there um but all in all like they've been bringing back games they just haven't been good like bomberman even though that was partially funded by nintendo like that was a revival of a classic franchise contra Mm -hmm. just came back last year it's a bad contra game it's a bad game in general but they are they do they are aware they have a back catalog and they are happily using it just hopefully if they want to make a good one, it makes sense to bring back the people who made Silent Hill good in the first place. Mm. 
Now, before we get into story number four, Kevin, I saw you. I saw you messing around bringing something up. Did I see a menu? Is that what I saw? I thought it'd be fun to just throw it up for a quarter of a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just Wait, what? Me- what menu was that? What do you think, man? Come on, you know what's up. Is that Sonic? Hold on. Uh, 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 uh. Look at that. Is- <laughs> Look at it. just. I don't know what's going on here, but I want to oh, find out. Oh, here's the breakfast everyone's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> There's so the computer tots are great. I love it. But if you scroll scroll up to the breakfast. There's more. Uh, there's more. Okay, there's more. Because there's, there's a sandwich. There's a breakfast sandwich that they have. This guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, that one right there. The breakfast toaster. The breakfast toaster? Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, you know what I'm saying? That <laughs> got me through years. This one and two. Oh, I can't handle this right now, guys. See, that's, and then, that's yeah, the frozen drinks are great. Yeah, this sort of thing, like the shakes and the frozen drinks, that is Sonic to me. Yep, absolutely. And, and I want to say, I want to say, I got like one of the frozen drinks with like Jolly Ranchers in there, and like, like they just don't give a fuck. I'm yeah, no. ocean water. This is the one I used to fuck with. Oh, that looks good. It's good. Yeah. Style. The more colorful a drink is, that's right? how you know it's gonna be fire. Yeah. Yeah. That's how. You, like, I think we're fine if we go out to Sonic for like during a coronavirus outbreak because everything there will just kill whatever's inside us. Yeah, very true. Very. True. That's. How I don't know works. if I stand by that. Those are Imran Khan's words. I didn't say those things. Just like the uh, real Sonic. Number four. Just like the real Sonic. Number four. Death Stranding photo mode has been confirmed for PS4. This comes from Joe Scrabbles at IGN. Weeks after its initial announcement for PC, Hideo Kojima has confirmed that Death Stranding's photo mode will come to PS will come to the PS4 version of the game. It's not an unexpected announcement, but every post Kojima has made about the mode has been met with fans asking for a PS4 version, so it should set it should set some minds at ease. Kojima says that the photo uh, that the mode should be a part of the next patch uh, to the PS4 game and he is quote trying to make it happen at the end of this month's update, end quote. Should it meet that target, it will arrive far earlier than the PC version, which is scheduled for release on June 2nd. Early looks at the photo mode show that it will work similarly to comparable modes in the in other PS4 games, such as God of War. However, Kojima has has uh, in, in, has intimated, oh, I like that word. Kojima mm-hmm. has intimated that it may contain a quote psychic photo mode that could work similarly to how previously how he previously hit staff images as ghosts in Metal Gear Solid games. Uh, that all sounds really cool to me, Imran. I would be down for the idea. What were the name of the the shade things in Death Stranding? Like the, what, they, what the, they called? Like the, the BT weird, or yeah, the BT. Sorry, but yeah, yeah it, it would be cool if like every BT had a different staff member, like face. Oh. If you like, mode. Yeah, if you take a picture of a BT, then it just like correlates to some like a different person. Like, yeah, different that would be member neat. of the staff. That'd be really neat. I like the idea of I in Metal Gear Solid. Uh, actually, I don't want to spoil Metal Gear Solid Three. There are spoilers for Metal Gear Solid Three that could feed it, that could feed into like the way the phone mode work. I'm talking specifically about like the sorrow. Um, mm-hmm. That I I, th- I I think if you take some of the ideas can, that I could you can spoil it. I feel like it's been uh, so long. This is such this is such a timeless fifteen years. Yeah, you're good, it's such, dude. It's such a timeless game though, and you can play it whenever. And like I'm not going to encourage you to game. spoil one of the best games of all time, but you do. Thank you. you. Like. But here, I'm just gonna say that I'm just gonna invoke the sorrow. The people who know know. I think you can. I, I feel like you can take some of those elements and place them into Death Stranding with the photo mode and make something really cool out of it um, in a way that's really Kojima. And so I, I, I want to see that happen. In the last story, number five, it looks like your PS Plus free games for April have been revealed. This comes from Nibel on Twitter. Uh, Nibel tweeted out basically screenshots from a video that's been taken down. I don't know if it's been put back up. Um, but it's looking like excuse me, Uncharted 4 and Dirt Rally 2.0 are the free PS Plus games for next month. I'm going to open up Twitter to see if it's been confirmed yet, because usually after they leak, it takes probably like a couple minutes for them to actually like pop up. It looks like the video is still unavailable. Um, <laughs> and so, unconfirmed, but very, very likely your PS Plus games are going to be uh, Dirt Rally 2.0 and Uncharted 4, which is a really exciting month, because Uncharted last, 4 is great. Right? Like that, that was a couple of months ago. That sounds right. I think they did Last of Us remastered. I okay. think I want to say it was like September when they after they showed Last of Us Part Two in a preview. I want to say after that they did Last of okay. Us remastered because it feels like you would want to in the I guess Eve of the Last of Us just like put out a. But I guess that's what they're kind of doing. They're putting out another Naughty Dog game that's like AAA and say, yeah. "Hey, like play this game, then go buy the Last of Us Part Two yeah no I, I i can see that being the case and last month i want to say they've had a good run with ps plus games also aside from that like last month they had shadow of the colossus 
this month being in charter four like they're 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 definitely like on a roll as far as like putting out their their big hitters for a ps plus so shout, shout out to them i'm not gonna uh, lie and, i haven't played a ps plus game in a long time <laughs> i'm actually the exact same it's so weird like I, I like towards the beginning of the generation i used to play pretty much every month um and i wouldn't beat every game obviously but i'd at least like try it out or try them out and like dip in and see what's up but it's been such a long time since i played um a ps plus game yeah like, there's no good solution for it like because at the beginning of the generation it was oh well here's new games but they're all indie games and then people complained because like mm-hmm. on ps3 we used to get like dishonored and other like huge title games and then they start now they're doing big games but yeah so it's, it's like i played them already yeah this uncharted was a 2016 game i think 20, yes yeah so like it's like i said there's no good solution but I don't know what I want from PS Plus. I just know that I haven't downloaded anything in a long time. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things where I think for us, since we're people who are yeah, uh, we're, we're weird edge cases. Yeah, like we're weird edge cases of like we play everything. Um, and like a bunch of I guess hardcore gamers are gonna be the ones to like play all the big games. And so yeah, over I can see I can see a case for people over the last two months being like, oh well, I've already played these games. But for people who aren't us, I can see this being like a very exciting time because. Uncharted 4, Shadow of Colossus, like some of the greatest games. Sonic Forces, some of the greatest games of the generation. Guys, the game is uh, free if you got the PlayStation Plus. Like this, like I, I, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm getting both the Shadow of Colossus and Sonic. Oh, I forgot, yeah. I forgot about it. You know, dude, Kevin, I mean, play Shadow of Colossus. Um, I did, so I, I didn't know have... where that was going. Huh? I, I didn't know if Blessing was gonna recommend Sonic Forces to you, and I was about to like throw down. But here's no, the not. Why not get it? It's free. Some yeah, no, I might want get it, it. You know, don't download Dude. and play it. Yeah, yeah. yeah play, yeah, yeah. play Shadow Colossus. That you should like, play uh, soon. I have the physical copy. I think it's actually Tim's, and uh, I started it, and it seems really cool. And then I just stopped. <laughs> but now it's even easier. You know, now I don't have to find the yeah. physical copy. That that was the thing with me with uh, Neo, where like the game was maybe five feet away, but I still did a seventy gig download anyway. And just to like play it from PS Plus. I'm like That's checking awesome. the PlayStation vlog now. I, I, I muted myself, but I was Make laughing. Sure. I'm like, that makes hella sense. I get it. Yeah, what, what kind hey, of Ron. TV you got back there? It looks good. Is that OLED back there? Oh, the TV? Yes. It's uh, LG from two years ago. Oh, the C8? All right, my dude. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> And I'm really excited to see if Uncharted 4 and Dirt Rally 2.0 are confirmed for next month's PS Plus <laughs> games. But that confirmation, oh, it's just so far away. If I want to know what's coming to Mom and Grab Shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software requests each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, yeah. Out today, we got Deep Sky Derelicts Definitive Edition for PS4 and Xbox One and Switch and PC. Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist Link Evolution for PS4 and PC. Odalis The Dark Call for PS4. Moons of Madness for PS4 and Xbox One. Freedom Finger for PS4 and Xbox One. Bleeding Edge for Xbox One and PC. Wait, Paper hold on, Beast. really? Bleeding Ed- yeah. Dude, that's, that's the thing I've been thinking all like month is the fact that Bleeding Edge is out this month and nobody realizes it. <laughs> Nobody knows. I, I played the beta and I wasn't super impressed by it, but it that feels really like abrupt. Like it is. I, I thought that game was like a good six to eight months away. No, yeah, no, it's out officially now, and I would not have been able to tell you. Hmm. Okay. It's Animal Crossing, man. It's Hope it up does well. Mind, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Paper Beast for PSVR, War Tile for Xbox One, Twin Breaker, A Sacred Symbols Adventure for PS4 and PS Vita, Element Space for PS4 and Xbox One. Onikin for PS4, Color Grid for Switch, Hyperspace Delivery Service for Switch, Little Wing for PC, Rhythm Rhythmy or Rhythm Y? I'm gonna say Rhythmy for PC, Damaged in Transit for PC and Mac, Output Pasture for PC, Killing Floor 2, uh, Neon Nightmares, the update is out now for PS4, PS4 Pro, Xbox One, Xbox One X, and PC via Steam. That's a lot of uh, <laughs> details there that wasn't needed. Uh, and then Gwent launches on Android today. And then new dates, this comes from Nibel. Looks like Outer Wilds will launch on Steam on June 18th. Now it's time for Reader Mail. You can write into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where you can get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, this episode, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by... Let me take a swill water real quick because this is going to be a heavy one. I'm going to fill time when you're drinking water. All right. Go Thank for you. it. 
This episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Quip. That was me filling time. I was caught unprepared. Yeah, I appreciate no, it. No, no, I, I just like that that's all you needed to do because it was such a short sip. Yeah, because I, I just needed I just needed a gulp and go. Uh, Quip, makers of the Quip electric toothbrush, wants you to know the single discovery that matters most for your dental care. It's simply this. That, if you have good habits, you're good. That means brushing for two minutes, twice a day, and flossing regularly no matter what brand you use. Quip makes that simple, starting with an electric toothbrush, refillable floss, and anti-cavity toothpaste. I almost read that as anti-gravity, and I got really excited for a second. Quip's electric brush has sensitive sonic vibrations. This is the fourth sonic this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Sensitive sonic vibrations with a built-in timer and 30-second pulses to guide to a full, even, clean. The Quip floss dispenser comes with a pre-marked string to help you use just enough. Plus, Quip delivers fresh brush head floss and toothpaste refills to your door every three months with free shipping so your routine is always right join over three million healthy mouths and get quip today starting at 25 dollars. and if you go to getquip.com games right now you'll get your first refill free that's your first refill free at getquip.com games spelt g-e-t-q-u-i-p.com games quip the good habits company we're also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Uh, y'all want to hear some insider information. Heck yeah. So we all know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But here's something you might not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Now that so many of us are stuck at home, it's only a matter of time until you run out of stuff to watch on Netflix. So this whole week, folks have been using ExpressVPN to binge shows like Doctor Who on UK Netflix and others. It's so simple to do. Just fire up ExpressVPN, change your location to UK, refresh Netflix, and that's it. ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries. So just think about all the Netflix libraries you can go through. Love anime? Use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix and be spirited away It'll be like you're in a castle in the Skynet. That's me. That's me adding that in. That's me adding that in. See what I did there. It's clever. Yeah. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service. That's Hulu, BBC Player, iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason you should use ExpressVPN to watch shows is it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD no problem. ExpressVPN is also compatible with all your devices, phones, medias, uh, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. So you can watch what you want on a personal device or on the big screen wherever you are. If you visit my special link right now at expressvpn.com games, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourself with ExpressVPN at expressvpn.com games. Imran. Yep. Lee Polero writes in to patreon.com slash games and says, With Animal Crossing out, we don't have any release dates for big Nintendo games for the rest of the year. We know No More Heroes 3 is supposed to come out in 2020, and Bravely Default 2, actually 3, is, is supposed to come out summer. I forgot However, about the dumb naming scheme. Goddamn, that's yeah, so it's, dumb. It's, it's weird. However, with COVID-19 delaying and canceling so much, when do you think we'll actually see the next big Nintendo Switch game? Obviously, any plans for games are going to get pushed. Could the next... Could the next big game or big Nintendo game not come out until fall at best or even not until next year? It's weird times right now and wishing all the BFs the best out there. Thank you. So it's a there's a lot of moving parts of that. Jeff Grubb at Games Beat wrote a couple of weeks ago that there are two directs planned for March and one of them, he says, was going to be the 26th. So it's very possible we'll find out in the next day or two whether or not there's going to be a new direct anytime soon. That said... I've been talking to a couple of developers that have been saying that it's not just the problem of we don't have time to, or we don't have the ability to make games working from home. There's a lot of other factors like game testing has become a thing that is very Mm. difficult right now because you can't gather game testers in a building to go play a game and you can't like send them built like NDA builds. It's there's that's a security issue. So Mm. games are getting delayed internally because there's no one there to test them. There's also like the manufacturing issues, things like that. So I would not be shocked if, let's say hypothetically, we do get a direct this week. If like the indie world, it just doesn't have hard dates for anything. It just says like coming this year, coming this yeah. spring, coming summer, this fall. fall. Yeah, yeah, this year. But, that makes yeah, sense. 
I do think like they're emboldened by how well Animal Crossing has sold, and I think they probably want to get stuff out as soon as they can. Yeah, I've always I've been of the mind that um, right after Animal Crossing, we'll see like a, a Nintendo Direct, or at least like we'll see reveals of whatever the next big games are. And now that we're in such a weird place, I could see that throwing things off uh, drastically. Like I was, I'm, I'm not gonna say I was necessarily a believer in the rumor uh of like the two directs this year or this month being uh the nindies direct that already happened and a direct that happened this week mm-hmm. but you know i had my fingers crossed i was i was kind of i've been kind of hoping for it i've been kind of uh like i've been anticipating it given i feel like all things consider considered outside of rumor talk i think it would just make sense for a direct to happen this week now that animal crossing is finally out and that's a thing that they don't necessarily have to have like they don't have to have all eyes on Animal Crossing in the lead up for it anymore. Now yeah. that Animal Crossing is out, now um, that it has so, done like remarkably f- like well, that yes. is one of the best selling games this year. Yeah, like, it's depends on what they throw out next. But they're knowing Nintendo, they could go either direction with it. They could be like, "Hey, this game is selling so well, we don't need to do anything right now," which honestly yeah. might be the better call. But like, they could also just say, "No, yeah, let's let's fire on all cylinders. Let's get out Xenoblade right now, or whatever else they have." in the chamber yeah i'm i'm anticipating a direct soon i don't know how uh quarantine and all that stuff throws off the scheduling um but i'm still in a place where i'm like they i i think they have to talk soon i, I feel like yeah. they have to kind of say something about what's coming up because right now like yeah no more heroes is 2020 um bayonetta 3 is happening at a certain point they've never said a year for it um but we know that that's coming at at, at some point mm-hmm. uh shin megami tensei i don't even think has a year either like there are a bunch of games like breath of the wild 2 we know is, is floating around somewhere um metroid prime 4 like they have a bunch of games on the docket that just don't have dates um I mean, and i'm like, sure there's, there's games they haven't announced yet too that that they're probably ready to talk about yeah like there's they announced today that not they not nintendo but like the olympic committee and i'll say that the olympics are delayed for tokyo 2020 the next year that throws off a lot of nintendo's plans because they were playing a big cash infusion with nintendo land at universal studios so Mm -hmm. that was they can't really open a theme park one without the olympics and two without a like with people just not going to theme parks these days so Mm -hmm. they have a big problem coming next month when they have to start dealing with investors at the end of this this financial year which ends this month in march so if they also go into that uh investor meeting with no announced games anytime soon then they're really screwed so raw opportunism has to tell them that they need to do something right now otherwise they're gonna have a big problem in a couple of weeks Mm. imran We've been getting less questions over the last couple of days uh, because these aren't these haven't necessarily been banger news days. And so what I decided to do, I went back into the past a few weeks ago when uh, when Mario and Lego shook hands and became one. Uh, And I'm pulling I'm pulling a question from, from Kebabs around that time. Kebabs writes in and says what's up kfgd crew overnight it was announced that Lego will be making uh, Super Mario sets. Do you think there will ever be a Lego Mario game released for Switch? Personally, I'd love a Lego remake of the uh, of the best from 64, Sunshine, Galaxy, and Odyssey. Thanks, and keep being awesome, kebabs. I don't think they would ever do, like, a here's Lego attached, the, the word Lego attached to Mario. I think what they would do is they would just do their own thing, like, here's the toy Mario game, or whatever. Like, here's a Mario game based around the idea that you're a toy, or something like that i don't yeah i don't think they would ever give up the mario name to another license to make a game that's similar to mario they might do Do it for a totally different thing but not something that plays somewhat similarly do you think like a partnership though with lego could be an uh, an opportunity because like like what this kind of reminds me of is mario and rabbit's kingdom battle where you have that game that is like a i mean it's not a it's not a platformer or, any, or like anything that's near a mario game we've gotten already but it is like a partnership with ubisoft and the rabbits ip to make like a fun little mashup of a game that was pretty successful in terms of what it is um i can see and i i don't know if they would call it lego mario or whatever it whatever it would be but some sort of kind of what you're saying a mario in a toy world whether it is maybe like that's the next step for mario 2d platformers or something but like some sort of some sort of uh lego 
legoized version of Mario that's it's that is its own specific thing. I think could be a really cool and fun idea. I yeah, I think it would work out, but I think Nintendo is still as you know open as they are with like things like Cadence of Hyrule and things like that. They're still mm-hmm. very protective of their IP. Yeah. So the second you make Lego Mario, you diminish Mario down to the level of whatever other Lego thing. And granted, those are like Star Wars and Avengers and things like that. But still, like Nintendo thinks Mario is the most uh, or the biggest thing in the world. Still, so yeah. they're probably not going to like make that kind of thing but i do see like a paper mario style thing of here's our aesthetic theme is all toy box related then i that i think they might do be i i'm trying to think of like what lego game or what series they have that would they would do lego with like zelda Mm -hmm. would be too similar so they would not do that probably yeah i i honestly this might be i i don't know how the how they would actually do it but a lego labo kind of thing could work out really cool not just because it sounds amazing but like like in theory like labo being a thing that you are you're building and lego obviously being like thing a thing that you're building like there could be some some synergy there i could see nintendo being uh i could see the nintendo quirk being fed into that and Mm -hmm. like i don't i don't know the uh, the exact implementation since labo is like you're wearing labo and you don't necessarily want to wear legos like pianos maybe you do that too yeah yeah, like something like that, right? Where maybe maybe the Legos are the foundation for the piano, and then you use the Labo cardboard to build on top of that with custom sets that fit together in a way. Like, I think that could be a a, a really cool idea for for them. What you're um, describing is what I wanted out of Lego Dimensions, and that was not that game at all. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot which about also, Lego Dimensions, which also had Sonic. Which some of the also had Lego, Portal. It did, and like the the interactions between crossovers was the coolest part of that game. Like, uh, how much old Simpsons do you know? Uh, I've actually been watching uh, the first couple seasons of Simpsons now uh, with Disney Plus. Do you um, know? But I know I'm not like a Simpsons savant by any means. Do you remember the episode where Bart steals a video game? No. Okay, so there's an episode where Bart steals a video game, and like in his head as he's contemplating it, there's like a a fake Sonic that's just like tells him like take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, and. Mm-hmm. When you put the Sonic and Bart Simpson Legos together in Lego Dimensions, Sonic says the line from that episode. So, like, it's stuff like that that I thought was super funny. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's not a good game behind the rest of it. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing. That's the thing that'll make it difficult. But, I, I honestly, a, a Lego Nintendo collaboration that it goes further than just this Mario Lego set would be something that I, I like, even as somebody who I'm not, like, a, the biggest Lego person, I think could sound really exciting for, like, kids and for people in general. Yeah. Uh, so I'd love to see it. Imran, now it's time to squat up. Uh, Marley Nito writes in, who I have some words for, because Marley Nito, we, we called him out yesterday on PS I Love You because Marley Nito, Nito double-dipped on questions. Uh, he, 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 he dipped into KFGD with a question yesterday about, um, about, I forget the exact thing, but it had to do with PlayStation. And then he wrote the same question in to PS I Love You XOXO, and we read, it got read on the post-show which most people aren't going to hear. But, Marley, you know, I got my eye on you. <laughs> You're fucking with me. But he writes in, or they write in, with a squad up. Um, they, Marley, you know, says, Hey, KFGD, thanks to my last squad up, I was able to 100% journey. Now, I need KFBFs to play on the Vita. I want to platinum resistance and kill zone, and those multiplayers, and those multiplayers are totally dead. If anyone out there wants some sweet Vita nostalgia during these uncertain times, hit me up. See you all online, Marley Nito. Mar- I feel like... Marley... Oh, go ahead. Uh, Marley Nito is on PS Vita at Ingenito 1993. I feel like any platinum or achievements that requires multiplayer just kind of sucks because like, there's situations like this where you just can't and you have to like reach out to the internet and hope somebody can help you out. Yeah, it sucks especially when servers get shut down and those trophies become impossible to get at yeah. that point. It's, it's the worst. Uh, now it's time for kind of funny dot com slash you're wrong where you guys can write in and let us know what we got wrong wrong as we got it wrong and it's it's looking like we didn't get much wrong let's see here nanobiologist uh, says not sure why you're confused about bravely default 2 bravely second was 10 2 and bravely default bravely default 2 is like a new number final fantasy game no i get it it's just stupid it's bad <laughs> And it's bad from a series that like has oh, very you bad titles. Sick burn, dude! You got him. <laughs> Idiots. I got the bravely default team for their dumb yeah, names. Dumb names. 
uh nanobiologist says youtube netflix hulu plex is that what that, what is plex yeah it's uh like a home hard drive kind of system uh and amazon prime are all downgrading streaming quality to help with internet bandwidth the floofy boy says Wait, the sonic quick, I movie i understand mm. the reasons behind it i don't like it it scares me <laughs> yeah no, it is kind of scary the the Sonic movie partnered with Jack in the Box for mini tacos. It definitely doesn't make sense, but it happened. Yeah, no, like, why is it not chili? Does Jack in the Box not have chili dogs? I don't. I, I, I got, I, I got a I've Jack, Jack in the Box. Box. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I've been to Jack in the Box twice, and I don't think I'm ever going to go again. Bless you. You're like about the a block away from a Jack in the Box. I so know. Maybe and... if that changes your mind a little bit. Oh, I no, because I did not like the food at Jack in the Box. I actually know exactly where you live now. But <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Jack in the Box has a sandwich or a burger that is sriracha topping and curly fries inside. And that's like the best thing to get there. <laughs> Jack in the Box, like for so many years, I never ate there. And then they had like the $5 box meal or something like that that would come with like two burgers, a bunch of curly fries, a milkshake. Maybe yeah. a milkshake I added on. I don't know. But uh, it was really good. <laughs> really good. Sir Necklace writes in, and this isn't really a, a you're wrong. And usually I don't like the editorializing and you're wrong, but I'm going to let the, it slide this Yeah, this is the one we can all agree with. Yeah. Uh, Sir ne- Necklace writes, you said you can't blame YouTube slash Sony slash Netflix for degrading service. You can and should blame the ISPs. They've been given... They've been given money, your taxes, to build out and strengthen their network, but haven't. They've pocketed that money and given themselves massive bonus and political rant. Yeah. So I guess that is, te- that is technically a you're wrong, because I think I am wrong about that. Nearly so. every ISP signed. And they should have fixed this problem a long time ago, and we're paying for the hubris Wait, now. You, you like, uh, cut out for a second. You said nearly you every... You said sucks. Oh, okay, got it. Sorry. Yeah. Nearly sense. every ISP sucks. That's my uh, I should have figured that out. And then <laughs> some guy writes in and says, it was stated that Kevin has a car he could use to go to, uh, to Sonic. He, in fact, has three. Uh, which, of course. But also, Kevin could lend one of those cars to Imran. And so, you know, that, that way that way we can social distance and get some Sonic together. I guarantee he'll have a better time in the back of <laughs> I guarantee that with a fact, as a fact. You know, in the state of California, if I just put a seat down and I, you know, secure it with a belt that counts as a seat, just saying, we can make it happen. I've I've been studying for my California driver's test, and it is hilarious how many things in California, how many traffic laws. Just like, I don't know, fuck it, let's just do whatever you want. It's fine. So Imran, I actually just got back from the DMV. Is your is is your test a written test, or are you actually like getting behind the wheel? I got to do the written test because I already have my license from Georgia. I just need to like yeah. convert it to a California license, but you still have to take the written test. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't need to study for that thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> the questions are, are, and maybe this is the thing I should be saying on air. I don't know. The questions are super easy. Huh. Okay. I've it's heard like, I've, I've heard it was like weirdly hard in California to get a. There are like a couple, there are a couple of questions that got me, but it's, it wasn't because like I didn't know. It was just because I was like, like. Um, I, I guess I shouldn't say exact questions on air. I'll tell you later. But like, why, why, why would you? Why shouldn't you say exact questions on I don't, air? I don't know, man. I don't the know what I signed when I got my license. Nothing to be afraid of. What, you can get like okay, one of the one of the questions was, can you park in front of a, a driveway? <laughs> and in my head, I, I answered like, can you can you park in front of your own drive driveway? Is what the question was actually. And I since I got to to, to SF, I've seen everybody do that. And so mm-hmm. in my head, I was like. Uh, I don't know. I guess you can park in front of your own driveway because everybody does it, and that was not the right the right answer. But it's questions like that, yeah, uh, of like stuff that you probably Wait, should know you already, or like can park in front of your own driveway. No, legally you can't. Yeah, you can. You you must have read the question wrong, or you got it. Right. No, you definitely cannot park in front of your own driveway. You so this is I got that question wrong. It had me thinking I was going to come back to the DMV again. I didn't. I passed it, but. <laughs> Well, now that you said that test that, that question out loud, they're going to come back and take your license. Yeah, they're going to come back and take my license. I, don't, I, I don't see. I don't know who from the DMV listens to this show. Maybe they changed the question because I've exposed them. Who knows? Yeah, now, now it's going to be way harder. Now it's going to be definitely harder for me now that you've like blown them up on the internet. Yeah, but uh, it, it's I didn't study at all. Like, how how often do you drive, Imran? Like, are you have you Never. driven historically? Oh, I, I okay, used maybe like in San Francisco. Right. I don't drive. Period. Like, I I don't think I've regularly driven for about five years. I just need All a license right. for like other things like real ID is kicking in later this year. So if I want to fly, I need to have a 
like either bring my passport with me everywhere or just have a license that says this is a verified person. Uh, also for that, make sure you bring uh, at least two uh, um, like identifications for like where you live right now because I messed that up and I don't have the real ID and I'm pissed off about it. Oh yeah, Imran, can't you just get a an an ID card with the, this real ID? It doesn't have to be. Um... I want to have a license too in case of emergencies where I do need to. Wait, what do you need for the just an ID for uh, with real ID? You don't you just go in there with the things you brought for the real ID part of the license, but that's uh, all. You gotcha. don't have to take a test. Gotcha. I messed up and only brought one proof of address, and <laughs> that messed me up. And so now I'm going to have to have my passport everywhere. That's it sucks. a super common mistake that people do. And um, well, like you, run, the, the... If, if you can actually, if you're close enough, you can go back home and come back, and they'll let you just show them the second thing of ID. But you have to like stand in the line though again. No, no, no. You can cut. They were really mean when I went there. <laughs> yeah, they're I, really I mean. I have a family friend that works there, so well, I guess she actually just retired. Hmm. That's unfortunate. Of course, this is. Oh, actually, before I get do uh, the outro, uh, I should make a correction. This week's hosts are Wednesday is Greg and Gary Witta. Thursday it's a change. It's Greg and Ben Hansen from MinMax. So look out for that. Okay. And then Friday. It's Greg and me. Gamescast, of course, is already live. It went live yesterday. It's uh, Greg and Daniel Dwyer talking about Half-Life Alex and their impressions on it. Of course, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. We run you through the, through the nerdy news you need to know about. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of Kind of Funny or a, a silver level of patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. So stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, game daily. And then I guess we're doing the ritual handshake. So, Kevin, is this the right place? Yeah, you guys nailed it. Good job. Anyway. First team to nail Yeah, it. we did it. <laughs> All right, then.